Are romantic relationships more common in today's world? Has the varied taboos surrounding them disappeared? What paves way to toxic relationships and jilted lover syndrome? Is the fear of separation real among today's youth? Hi and welcome to the latest episode of Newsbreak. This is Harita Benjamin. Thanks for the overwhelming response to our previous episode on crimes by jilted lovers. As promised, this episode is a continuation of our discussion last week. We have with us today five people who have had first-hand experience on the matter or at least have witnessed a friends going through a similar situation. Priya Soli and Rosna Johnson are students of St. Teresa's College, Ernakulam. Najia is a journalist based in Kochi. Vishnu is my colleague at On Manorama. And Gayatri is a digital marketing strategist based in Thrissur. So let's ask away. Let's start with Priya. So Priya, have you been in a toxic relationship in the past or have you witnessed such relationships? I've witnessed a lot of relationships where I feel a lot of toxicity exists. Toxic is not just when you are physically abusive to each other. Toxic relationships starts at the moment where you do something for the other person, not out of love or happiness from within, but out of some obligation that you have to do it to make other person feel good or uh, to not offend the other person or your partner. You just do out of uh, this obligation that for the sake of doing, you do it. Or if you're not interested or you're not happy doing anything, but you just get onto track because the other person wants it. So at that moment itself, toxic relationships begin. So I'm going to pose the same question to Vishnu and the others. Vishnu, what is your experience in this matter? Yes, Harida, I've been in my fair share of relationships. While I parted ways from the majority of those amicably, there were a couple of them where I had to cut the cord before things took a harmful turn. I remember this one relationship in particular. It was very short-lived. Uh, the both of us had just gotten out of long-term relationships, so in essence, it was a rebound. However, she used to have frequent mood fluctuations and uh, violent outbursts, which are often bordered on the lines of personal insults even. Despite being in a relationship, she would deny it in front of her friends outright and tell them I was uh, relentlessly trying to quote her. In the beginning, it seemed like a one-off thing. But when the frequency of all this increased, I started seeing red and immediately cut ties with her. Though short-lived, it was quite traumatic. Again, I'm in no way saying I was the perfect boyfriend. I had and to an extent still do possess certain toxic traits that I've acquired through years of harmful conditioning. I even identify as an individual who's undergoing a detoxification process, if you will. And trust me, it's hard with the kind of society we're living in. I'm sure she must have her version of the story where I must have done or said something triggering or wrong to each his own. Now, as for my friends, yeah, of course, they've been in or still are in toxic relationships. Some of them even got married and are struggling to get out of it now. For example, uh, there's this husband of a close friend of mine who tried to impregnate her without her consent. To this day, she goes into a panic attack while trying to address it. Again, the both of them were in a relationship for some time before they chose to marry each other. Nadia, any comments to offer? A lot of my friends have been in toxic relationships. Most of us used to think that love is about possessing the other person, that you have a sense of authority over them. Uh, there was a roommate of mine who was in a really toxic relationship and she used to like cry her eyes out all the time. And the sad part was that the 
thought it it was love they don't know that it, they can just walk out of it it is just not an option for them so i guess age has got a role to play in it because you know the relationships that you get into in your early 20s and the ones that you get into in your late 20s will be really different as you grow you know you get new experiences your perspectives changes and the nature of relationship also changes now gayatri uh, have you been in any such toxic relationships and if yes why do you think it turned toxic in the first place yes i have been in relationships before and like i thought those weren't uh, really toxic but i would say like we mature like when we are in a certain age we like analyze what we have been through right so i think our problem is we have it's not a problem i think it's my opinion i'm saying i think we have a very low standard for men so when it comes to uh, men doing a basic respectful thing we are like oh my god such a thoughtful dude like that i think it is the conditioning that is making us to expect less like women are made like women are not given choices and we usually have a tendency not to expect much so i think it is that thing which is making us really hard to break off a toxic relationship and come out of it so that's that thanks guys that was informative now uh, we have all been reading about the recent parashala murder case which is why we started uh, this podcast discussion in the first place now though it is an extreme step committed by a very desperate person there are many relationships which end really badly because one person is afraid of separation what was this true for you or any of your friends now what could be the reason for this separation anxiety rosna what do you think separation anxiety has been occurs out of a fear of losing or being away from a person right and i believe we all have it inside us but when this fear element in an individual crosses a certain limit that is its repercussions are to be faced by others that's when where we have to deal it with care and how we deal it with differs with individuals their personalities and how they were nurtured by their parents or their past experiences etc great does anybody else want to pitch in to rosna's viewpoint see to me toxicity in a relationship often manifests as small quarrels and insults and gaslightings the majority of people choose to overlook these red flags because they want to make it work and the general notion about such things as uh, compromises are inevitable when it comes to relationships but the love part of it vanishes soon and you stay in a violent atmosphere for the fear of being alone but let me tell you compromising does not mean you turn into a fossil of yourself you know aren't recognizable and bent out of shape all in the name of love be it a relationship or a marriage i strongly believe one needs to walk out the moment they feel stifled i think there are two sides to it one might not tolerate the very idea that the person you love won't be yours anymore or that they will find someone else and share what you had with the other person and in the other case you know how dreamy and warm the initial days of a relationship are once that ends one might show their true colors they might get really toxic and the other person would think like wait we've had such beautiful moments in our relationship so this is just a phase it'll pass and they stick on to it we always hear we shouldn't take decisions when you are emotionally overwhelmed right so when you're separated from a person or when you face a breakup in life 
and uh, you have this reality check that you no longer is in relationship with that person once you had this such a close connection and bond so there this separation creates a lot of emotions and uh, a lot of feelings which goes up and down in your head so this creates this uh, separation anxiety and definitely at this point of time you will be at the peak of overthinking you think all sorts of things on the earth and you just want to overcome it and if you are not a so optimistic person in life you will go again down by thinking all negative things the awareness of having a choice is very less to us and breaking up was hitting us like it's part of it from a very young age we are not taught to respect other people's choices and i think uh, it should start from here like basic respect for other people's choices i think that is the like that is the problem which comes to breaking up like we don't respect the other people's choice it's their choice to break up for a reason or not right so i think that's where we should start Absolutely. Uh I completely agree with all of you. I have also witnessed uh, several toxic relationships in the past and uh, there has been utter disregard for the other person's choice in most of these relationships. A friend of mine would uh, cry her eyes out in college after getting into terrible fights with her boyfriend about her dressing style, her weight, and even her family. But the next day she would be up and about and go back to him uh, with a fresh face. Despite being educated, smart and exposed to the world, she believed that she had no choice to break free from the relationship, perhaps due to the emotional turmoil one goes through after. Now that said, different people deal with breakups differently, right? Some get angry, some get depressed, uh, others go for a rebound and so forth. Vishnu, how did you deal with this? So this may be an unpopular opinion. but i believe every individual must have had at least two or three relationships in their life before they decide to settle down if at all that is what they want at any cost the first relationship should not survive as evil as it sounded relationships and especially breakups lead to a tremendous amount of personal growth a lot of people learn to deal with grief pain the so called heartbreak and in the process find emotional maturity uh, the oxytocin hits you definitely but a lot slower than your first time you sort of know what to look out for in the relationship the second time and at the least you won't be going in blindfolded every individual will have a separate process of dealing with breakups uh, some may turn to drowning their pain in alcohol for some it may be movies and music like it's been for me and for the blessed few it could be a great circle of friends who are just there for you all of us live with plenty of insecurities from a very young age Everybody right from our parents to a complete stranger on the road make sure we will never be 100% happy when one's self esteem is in the gutters a relationship is like a validation that you are enough the process of self love also begins simultaneously however many people in relationship often feel entitled to validation and often expect it from the other person no questions asked and they often become red faced when they do not get it the relationship sort of becomes your uh, how do i put it it becomes your mirror mirror on the wall you completely ignore that there is another individual in this relationship and uh, that they too have a space and life of their own so the moment the relationship comes to an end one feels exposed and right back at square one like an unlovable unattractive troll your separation anxiety is triggered 
your fear of being alone kicks in and your mental space switches to revenge mode immediately you definitely think of the prospect of them having feelings for somebody else suddenly you feel cheated on even though they must have made the issues with the relationship very clear a hundred times but you were too drugged with the self validation of it all but none of that will matter despite breaking up you will want to destroy your ex's reputation their character and their future in some cases the retaliation becomes fatal like the parshala murder yeah that's right so uh, priya any inputs on this i am an emotional person i am sensitive but at the same time i'm practical and also optimistic so i think the last two traits makes it even easier and gives me the courage to face difficult situations like breakups when i went through breakup what was in my mind is how i want to get out of it how i can see a brighter side of the present situation and how i can move on not how i can stay in the past and how i can be trapped in the relationship i just wanted to feel free i wanted to give myself the priority and yes i thought like i shouldn't ever screw up my mental health for anything that happens in my life in others life whatever it be my mental health is very important and i had this very conscious decision that my health my mental health my peace is really really important so i gave priority to that and also at the same time it was also important to make sure that the other person is not taking any extreme step uh, is also okay at the same time because that's how we should be right because once we were close people who were in love and suddenly if there's a breakup you shouldn't become like uh, these uh, what do you say enemies you're not strangers you still had that feeling and affection to the other person okay i'm not talking about the toxic side if it's a toxic it's better you move away from that person but if it's like a normal relationship where you had some differences and compatibility issues and you moved away but still you have that person who you cared once so in my case i've been always like that i've Uh, try to make the other person also feel better at the same time giving myself the priority to move on with life interesting so did you face any kind of peer pressure when it comes to dating or breakups and are breakups uh, usually frowned upon i cannot be very general in this case uh, because uh, i think different people have different experiences in my case I never had the peer pressure as such but definitely I can say that uh, one reason for me being so confused in a relationship was also my friends that was because um, everybody have their opinions and it's not wrong and I can't blame my friends for having their opinions but it was my fault that I took their opinions way too seriously and given them the priority over uh, my decision making so that's problematic you should have your own decisions you should have your own grounds at the same time if you can listen to others opinions and analyze it it's well and good but still you should have your own stand i've learned that so you have a lot of lessons also with breakups i think the tendency of breakups being frowned upon 
is reducing in today's time initially and all your earlier times i mean a few years back also it was more like uh, why don't you try and solve why don't you adjust why don't you think about it you know why don't you talk uh, you were asked and you're given suggestions and advices to better your relationship by again going into it and making some dialogues and things like that but in today's time i feel it's more open when you say that you're not compatible with the person or you don't feel good with the person or in the relationship then your friends are more supportive in nature and they say that if you don't feel right then you should move out of the relationship this is a tendency that i have seen and witnessed in the recent times anything to add to that rozna yes peer pressure do exist when it comes to dating or breakups but i think the complete blame can't be put upon this because whatever decisions we have to make in our life the final yes or no should be within ourselves only when we fail to have this realization of individual choice or we're unable to take the prime control of these decisions that's when where we get influenced by the other external factors right so we just uh, spoke about the peer pressure Now the other side of the coin is obviously family and society. So Najia, what about the social taboos? Are families more receptive of relationships and breakups nowadays? Honestly, we don't know. I mean, you might think that they will oppose or support, but have any of us had such conversations in our families? Mostly no, right? And I think that's where all the problems lie. We just don't have enough open conversations in our families. What do you think Priya are open conversations uh, possible in families or do you agree with uh, Najia's viewpoint I don't think uh, Indian families and relationships like not marriage but the relationship concept they really go hand in hand because um, most of if I just take my circle and my friends or just the people I know It's a good diversity but it has its own flaws when it comes to individual preferences individual likings because we always been a society a community and we wanted to always take decisions as a community and also intervene in other people's life and take their own others decisions as well so this was a, a trend followed by the culture of a country of a state also in particular but uh, that's not true there is personal liberty as well now there is a changing dating culture in kerala and india at large now has this uh, aggravated the situation or uh, made relationships more healthy what is your take on it so people are more exposed to phones and gadgets and they are more on the internet now their life is changing because of the internet sometimes their capacity to handle emotions are reducing because now they are more about chatting other than face to face uh, conversations so their connection with people is increased due to technology but has reduced in emotions and intensity so in such a case when you're dating a person and you are uh, constantly texting and chatting and things are going on smoothly but sometimes when there a problem occurs the tone is not understood through messages but you're constantly on the phone and you have no time to maybe meet outside or you do not have a situation to meet outside and things get worse now this is just an example 
and also people because of their current lifestyle do not also have the capacity to sit patiently think about the perspective of the other person and try to resolve it everybody today are looking for the perfect match they're not uh, ready to adjust with anyone uh, they get on the way they are tr- ready to give it a try and once the try is not working and they understood that this person is not meant to be with you then they understand that there is no compatibility and they move on so this trend is also visible in today's time so i think in that way relationships are becoming more healthy the word dating itself appeared to be very new to our people few years back right and from that we are in a phase of new dating culture i think it gave the individuals to broaden their ideas about the expectations and boundaries and also dating and all was considered to be a very gendered activity and if women took the lead it was seen with some sort of disgrace so this change in the dating culture have helped to an extent to shape the perspective on all these external influence playing a role in a breakup has not been the case with me fortunately uh, however i feel my case is an aberration peer pressure societal pressure customs traditions religion caste economic status color height weight what not india's a minefield of obstacles to ruin a relationship even our dating sites are cleverly named bharat kerala nayar chavar and irava with all of the last names being matrimonial your parents swipe left for you so it's a blind date and the option to say no is often disabled for the individual concerned but all said the dating culture in the country has undergone drastic change at least in the upper classes of society in cities like mumbai uh, south mumbai in particular Uh, dating is quite similar to what we've seen and heard of in the west however the upper class is a minority uh, the further you come down the class tree the number of family members attending a date increases and the second date often will be in a marriage hall again if at all the caste subcaste religion or last name turns out to be different you get to witness honor killings accusations of love jihad and entire governments losing their minds over love cases like the murder of shraddha walkar by her living partner does not help the cause either the truth be told india is a regressive society 90% of our culture customs and traditions are primitive and a major obstruction to the freedom of self if that wasn't enough our education system ensures batches of socially awkward youth pass out every year with single gender schools i mean forget the lgbtq community getting any acceptance most men don't even know how to initiate a proper conversation with women other than their mothers and sisters even in mixed schools boys and girls are made to sit separately ensuring the divide finds its way into our minds as well lack of sex education bound by the shackles of a patriarchal system portraying women as second class citizens which leads to a sense of self entitlement and the biggest of the male ego are the gravest issues plaguing this nation's progress in general i believe i could talk for hours about all these but i guess each topic requires a separate session altogether So in short to answer your question dating has changed but our culture hasn't right uh, so that was pretty insightful vishnu uh, priya and rosna i think with that we could come to you know the end of today's discussion uh, thanks everyone for listening to news break uh, we hope we've been uh, able to give you some valuable insights into the uh, dating culture in today's world and how breakups and separation are not easy but uh, how it helps a person grow hope you've enjoyed today's show thank you and please be back next week for more